When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right. Turn it down. Turn it down. We're leaving uh, Vegas. Oh, my God. Turn it off. We're leaving Las Vegas after this. Turn it off. Turn it in. The last thing we'll do in Vegas. What is up, everybody? Welcome to DM Air Douglas Podcast. Let's go. Presented by Shady Rays. You got those Shady Rays over there, Eric. Go ahead and throw those. Shady Rays. Hey, I got man. You got a little Shady Rays? I definitely met a guy last night named Shady Ray. <laughs> Shady <laughs> Ray out on Fremont Street. <laughs> yeah, I know that guy. Uh, guys, we're coming to you live from Victory Burger. Yes, the best burger joint on all of Fremont Street. Nay, the entire universe. Oh, why stop there, dude? It's well beyond its uh, delicious quota. The best burger the and salad joint. <laughs> yeah, you should have yourself a big salad. It comes on a tray about every, this size. Dude, every, it's a massive salad. Every time we've eaten here, one of the gentlemen has bowed out of the competition of being a man. <laughs> Ordered a salad, rarely even finished. Ra- the Did salad finish is it? too big, man. It's too I big. I finished my salad today. Okay, well, listen, you're back in it. <laughs> you're back in it. Um, guys, this is our fifth day in Las Vegas, and uh, that's like the last mile of a marathon. It really is. Don't dude, you guys I'm feel dying. It? I'm dying a slow death. I'm not dying, but I do feel altered, <laughs> just fundamentally from I, who I used to be. I'm ready to go home and see my wife and kids. Um, we, you know, Nuggets did not play yesterday, but we, nonetheless, Harrison and I, went down to the arena nonetheless. Still, I did not go down to the arena. You, you did. weren't there? No. It was just me and RG. I was not there. <laughs> you were not the arena yesterday? No, nope, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's totally wasn't, it, wasn't, it wasn't wind? Who was tagging along with you? It's such a be in this movie that Adam's starring in that he's like uh, <laughs> looking around. He's like, hey, didn't we all have a great time? We're like, we weren't there. Well, I was probably taking a nap during that time of the day. He asked Kale. Uh, well, well, if Harrison didn't know. Kale, <laughs> Can you well, confirm, Kale? You know, one of us was doing our job yesterday, and I guess uh, some of us might not have been. No, but today's show, guys, we're going to talk about, I got some games for us to play to kind of warm up here, some okay. fun stuff we look all ahead. Right. We're going to get a little bit away from the Summer League Nuggets for a while. A what? Yeah, I know. Well, you know, they've been off for a couple days. They'll be back tomorrow. By the way, very excited for that. We also have some wind chimes from around the arena from previous days. The desert winds are blowing. That's what I've heard. The winds are blowing down here, man. It was incredibly windy at the pool yesterday. That's when all of them came in. Holy smokes. Or two days ago, that was. That was two days ago? That was two days ago. We are also going to talk about the in-season tournament. I actually have takes about this. I can't believe I have takes about the in-season tournament. Very excited for that. Unlike me. And then finally, last in the show, you know, the head basketball coach of Mega Basket, out, you know, the developmental program that Gave us Nikola Jokic. Um, and Vlako Chanchar. And Vlako Chanchar. Um, Marco Dadich, He, I sat down and did an interview with him. We're going to break it into a couple parts. One of those parts is going to be in the fourth segment today where he talks about Jokic and in Serbia. And it was just really, really cool. So I look forward to hearing from him. But let's start out with some fun here, guys, to kind of warm up. We're all, you know, we're out late last night. we got to warm up the uh, oh, blood yeah. cells here. Um, I want to ask you guys a couple of either ors. Okay. Oh, I love this game. I, I, yeah. I'm love good, I'm what good at rules? this game. I'm what, good. What yeah, you got to pick one. Okay. Okay. Um, what's more likely to happen next year in your mind? Jokic wins the MVP award. Okay. Or Jamal Murray makes an all-NBA team. Not an all-star team. All-NBA. Remember, it's positionless next year. Positionless all-NBA. Just Ooh. the best players, first and second team all-NBA. All right. Um... 
Dev, what's more likely? I think the one that we have seen multiple times already. <laughs> um, Jokic winning the MVP again. Um, I feel like he was robbed from this last one. Um, bowed out at the last uh, second. And um, I don't think that that happens this year. Also, I feel like a lot of people are going to feel bad for their decision of not giving it to him last year. He's oh. going to put up the same type of numbers. He's going to dominate in every single way. Nuggets going to win a lot of games. Um, so I do think that ha that happens. On the flip side, with Jamal, I, I still don't think that he's getting the, the respect that he deserves. Um, and he would have to put up some astronomical numbers for him to um, overcome that. With it being positionless, I think that actually makes it more difficult for him um, to be able to uh, make it just because I think they're going to be like, hey, there's new like names that are always there. We're going to put them there. So uh, I think it'll be the Jokic one for me. That's interesting. Uh, I think that the MVP conversation is much more narrative-driven than the all-NBA uh, conversation. There's like you have to talk about historical precedent. Why you know whether or not it's we're, we're past that though, don't you think? Well, kind of, but it, it, it is the clock did reset on Jokic. Like uh, there can be a gap, and then they're like, fine. Uh, um, I kind of think it's Jamal though. I don't know. I think that there are now eyes on Jamal in a way that there weren't before. Like he was pretty easy to overlook and forget, and now he's made himself such a focal point in the NBA that I think that it is more likely that he gets his due finally than. But, you know, it's going to be both, so it's fine. Uh, <laughs> really? Yeah, it's, it's, Honestly, you think it's both? It's entirely possible. It yeah. is. Entirely possible. That would be a great year, wouldn't it not? I mean, you know, we're talking about the clear-cut number one best team in the NBA last year. It, is it so crazy that we have two high-level represent, representatives? Yeah. I mean, well, to break the tie, I'm going to go with Jamal Murray to make All-NBA. Oh, yeah. Um, that, solely that, that, that creates a tie. <laughs> Well, because, no, I was no, Jamal. No, he was Jamal. He was Jokic. Solely because of some news that happened yesterday that oh. is going to motivate Jamal Murray this season, <laughs> unlike any other. There were some 2K24 ratings that came out that apparently were fake. <laughs> but Jamal was an 84. And then he instantly went on Twitter and tweeted, yeah. Ain't no way my rating that low. How is that possible? Yeah. This will motivate Jamal Murray for the entirety of next season, even though it's a fake rating. I love it, man. I love <laughs> this. This will motivate him to get all NBA, maybe MVP. Who, who knows at this point? I mean, he the might sky's become, the limit. He might become commissioner by year's yeah. end. Uh, so this will kind of motivate him the entire season. Man, <laughs> it, 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 I do hope that Murray becomes the most like petty guy that he just makes up things. Yeah, you know, like I, where did this rumor come from, by the way? Does anyone know? I, I, I mean, <laughs> some it, aggregator just—they were leaked like they were real, but then you said the Ronnie Two K. love that they treat these. Star like, of ratings came out and said they weren't. I, I love that they treat these like the Oscars or something. They have to get the yeah third party. Uh, firm of PricewaterhouseCoopers to <laughs> protect the ratings before they're revealed. <laughs> I love like young NBA. Young NBA is like the dumbest shit ever, like the uh, stuff they're interested in. Yeah. <laughs> um, but in all sincerity, I do love that Murray just carried this chip on his shoulder. I mean, we've seen him around the facilities lately. We thought maybe he'd be back in Canada, you know, just living it up in Canada up there with that midnight sun they have, I think. Um, but no, instead he's here in Denver, just can't get enough hoop, wants to be around the guys. I do think that we're talking about 2024, I think might be the year of Jamal I think I so I'm with you guys yeah here's the thing 
I'm not certain Jokic is going to go as hard this year as he has in the previous three seasons. Nor should he. Nor should he. I would not be surprised if he was phenomenal from January till March and then once again from April to June. Uh, I think that that might be more in line with what he does, but I would not be surprised if Jokic this year in particular just kind of took it easy and had like lower numbers. And we, We're in January, and it's like he's only averaging 22 a game right now. I just I kind of feel like that might happen. Meanwhile, Jamal was the championship fake. <laughs> we the got easiest. It. They went through an eight seed, a four seed. <laughs> Is Jokic even good? <laughs> well, so I mean, I don't want to spoil. There's a great line. He can't even score. <laughs> There's a great line from the interview with Marco he later can't even on. Shoot. And I don't know if it's on today's episode or if it was on, it's on the one we're go, we'll do on Thursday, but there's this great line where he talks about two traits of Serbian players, and one of them is he not, right, when everyone counts you out. But there's another sort of inverted one that we'll get to that I think we might be approaching mm-hmm. uh, with Yoke, where I'm very curious to see. So maybe it's important that he, that they, we, he does play poor enough that by January people are saying that, like, well, it was last year a fluke or whatever, because then it motivates him back. Um, Peyton Watson or Zeke Naji. Who is going to play more minutes next year? I'll let you get this one first, D-Line. <sighs> Factor in the inevitable Zeke Naji injury to your analysis. Well, here. so this is tough so because mean. Zeke Naji has now, I mean. <laughs> has now like technically worked himself over to the veteran side, which is what? No. Technically. No. Why? Is he a vet? It's about to be his fourth year in the league. Yeah, but he's played like the same number of minutes as Christian he's Brown. Younger, he's younger than Jalen Pickett, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just I, the, the wait. Break the tie. Is he a vet, Dev? No, even though they have chosen to go younger, he's not a vet. He doesn't <laughs> have the respect to be a vet. Even on a young team, he's but not does a vet. a vet just mean old? I don't know. He's been yeah. around for a while. He's people a have to veteran. listen to you to be a vet. I mean, we're he's like a veterinarian. People can <laughs> take care of people's dogs. I don't know. I guess so. I mean, to me, it's. There's something about, like, uh, I mean, Michael Malone likes the devil you know versus the devil you don't. Like, he doesn't trust rookies, generally speaking. Um, So I just think that there's probably some kind of push for next man up, like, you know, follow the ranks, do the right thing, get rewarded with playing time. That I'm sure that's a message he would like to send to the locker room in general is just, like, do the right thing, get rewarded. Um, so I, I hope it's Zeke Naji, honestly, but... Um, you hope it's... Oh, I see. Okay. Because I've seen good play from Zeke Naji that just gets knocked out. He gets hurt, and then it's just like back to the bench, and it's start over when he gets back in. All right. Has to work his way up. So I, I hope this is finally his time, but I, wouldn't, I would not be surprised just because I know how excited everybody over there is about Peyton that that sort of is an agenda they stick with, even if it's not necessarily the best. When up. Oh, I'm gonna go very opposite of that. Um, I've I've already had the the summer of Zeke. Last year was the summer of Zeke where <laughs> Bro, everybody was. was bought. It was not a great summer. <laughs> everybody summer loved league. it though. They talked about him being one of the main guys. You know, he's been the standout. This is the year of Zeke. He's gonna play a lot. And and he did not play. Also, if we go into the playoffs um, as well as the finals. Peyton Watson was the guy that got to go on the court, not Zeke Naji. So, like, fair. he already jumped oh, over him. Did he, play the, did he play in the playoffs? No, I'm just saying that. he just, like, got in the game the before end of the, Zeke Naji. Yeah. Yeah. season, regular season. Yeah. Okay. So, like, that actually matters that I think that he already is over him in the pecking order. They already talk about Peyton Watson in every single way. Um, he's the one that stands out. So, I do think that is going to be Peyton Watson. You're probably right. Um, I mean, you're probably right. I, I, I think I just want it to happen because I want people's hard work to be rewarded in life, you know. But whatever. I will go Peyton Watson. You're pro- I'm sure you guys are right. 
to go pay Watson. You just think it's him? Yeah. Um, I just think there's a lot of internal push for Peyton. For sure. I think Zeke's a potential trade candidate. I mean, that's kind of obvious. You know, heading into the last year of his deal. He is more likely to be traded, I would say, between the two. Therefore, that gives a little edge to him as well just because he might be here longer. Yeah, plus the the Nuggets establishment is over there pushing P. Oh, God. You just had to get that out. I'm going to go with Peyton (laughs) as well. I think it's a pretty Uh, clear-cut choice, although I think both play. So, you know what? I think they both play. It's close. I think it's close. Um, Michael Malone to win Coach of the Year. Or oh. Aaron Gordon to win an all-defensive team, bro. I, I, my lock, my futures pet for the Nuggets this season. We've made one each season for the last th- four, three, and we've hit one every time. It was Jokic MVP, Jokic MVP, Nuggets to win the championship. <laughs> this year, my future is Michael Malone to win Coach of the Year. Coach of the Year you is had a, a vision. No, it's just I have seen a pattern. Coach of the Year is always one year later than it should have come it's always like they and, and especially a guy like michael malone who was not even considered at all it, no wasn't in the wasn't like didn't get hardly any votes if any for coach of the year this last time this is like what happened with monty williams everyone was like outraged that he got robbed and next year he got it even though he probably didn't deserve it then got fired it's just what happens man michael malone with coach of the year lock it down put three to four dollars on it you'll be you'll eat for a year when if if the nuggets are the three seed next year is Mike is, is is like he disqualified for that? Yeah. So they got to be a top be a two seed, top maybe top one. Um, I'm I'm betting it. I I mean I could see it. I I agree with D-Line. It does tend to come a year late. I mean he could very well deserve it. Um, I will say I think there's another guy who I'm going to put some money on to win it. And I saw him at Carbone last night. Oh. I saw him at Carbone. I what went a, to dinner at Carbone at the Aria. Great Italian restaurant. These are wind chimes. While I was sitting there, though, there <laughs> there was a coaches convention going on. All these coaches walked in. Around Steve Kerr, bread? Eric Spolstra <laughs> walked in. The Nuggets were there, too. Stan and Josh Kroenke were there, the whole front office. Um, but also there was Mark Dagnall from the Thunder. And I think he is going to win coach of the year next year. Oh, man, that's a great. My answer here is um, AG. So one thing that I feel like stood out the most um, from the last game was the Nuggets are finally getting their respects. Like Malone's dad got <clears throat> he got uh, yeah, shouted Malone's out. Malone's dad is winning stuff now. <laughs> he got <laughs> shouted out at <laughs> halftime where they gave him a lot of love. They <laughs> gave him his moment. They clapped for him. And yeah, yeah that was great to see. But, like, even if you look at, like, um, on the court, all of the Nuggets players came and everybody loves them. Like, that yeah. was that was pretty big for me. But yeah. one guy that really has stood out, and I feel like the league is just like changing on altogether, is is Aaron Gordon. Um, he changed the way that he played with Orlando. He was like the offensive guy that he had to do it all, and now he is like bought into his role. He won a championship playing Jokic style of basketball, and it's like, how do you give that type of respect to a guy that doesn't care to score, but he's also not like a guy that's just on everybody's game plan of. Of defense, but it's just like he's so consistent that you're like, okay, we forgot about him, and I think they forgot about him a lot. Also, with the coach of the year with Michael Malone, they've been the they were the one seed last year. He did not win it. I know, I'm telling so you. So if though. he's if they're not the one seed, with how winning, did he, there's who, there's who, there's who no won it last year? You got to win like 65 uh, exactly. games. Exactly. Who won it last? Who year? Who won coach of the year last year? Uh. I legitimately don't know. Really, how many games do you think that they would have to you know win? Somebody. Who won Coach of the Year? <laughs> Look it up for us there, fact checker. Um, I, that's my question to you, though. Adam. How many how many games do they have to win for them to to, 
to actually Mike get Brown, Mike Brown. They won Sacramento. Six, they Mike need, Brown. You need to win yeah, 16. Right. Okay, that was, I guess, and he was deserving. a three seed. And he was a three seed. So, but they came out of nowhere. They did come out of nowhere. If you fall in the standings, I don't. Eric's not wrong about the. I'm thinking. right about this. It's going to happen. Eric's not wrong about. It. I will say I don't think either one happens. But Aaron Gordon was good defensively in the regular season, up and down like anybody is. He was great in the playoffs. I think it's going to be the same next year. I don't know that he's going to like shine, shine in the regular season. But I think when the playoffs roll around, he's going to be one of the best defensive players in all the NBA. Yep. Meanwhile, Michael Malone. I, I keep going back and forth on what I think the Nuggets' regular season is going to look like. I just look, man. The playoffs matter, and the Nuggets are sadly now a team that knows that and knows that you don't really need to be good until April. They sucked in March and just turned it on, and I have a feeling they might extend March now, a couple months earlier, <laughs> and they might <laughs> suck. Horrible. Know, They're man. like, man, we did we shut it down too late last Wait, year? Wait, Jokic <laughs> isn't coming back from Serbia until January? Yeah. Wait, what? <laughs> I can, but I could also see them being the 72-win Warriors. At the year after they won, they're like, you know what? Fuck it. This yeah. is our league. Yeah. Yeah. This is, like, well, we're, that's we're, what Jamal Murray uh, is going to be. That right. is the only uh, way. The my only way the Malone will be able to win. 84. Why is that unthinkable? It's Why would you do that? It's not unthinkable. I mean, it's just it's... Murray We're definitely – look, guys that you think will come that, have that energy. Jamal Murray, no question. Christian Brown, just because he plays with all time. Michael Malone, for sure. Um, anybody else that I you bet, think I for bet sure I just, will have that energy? I feel like I need to be the voice of reason here. Like, we're not working the same <laughs> paradigm that we have in years past. Like, we're no longer a – Maybe pl- a plucky upstart. Can they do it? These are the goddamn NBA champions. Won 16 games to four losses. Had this, the second or third best run in the history of the NBA. You don't think they want to come out and be like, yo, this is our goddamn league. I, that's also the team that took six weeks off to end the year. So I just, I don't know. It's hard to say. Like but The I mean, playoffs like, are what matter, and they know that. I mean, there are two they types. They had one at that point. They hadn't won the they championship They hadn't won at that, that point. point. I'm saying, like, there's something different. I, I don't know. We'll see. I, I'm hoping that we get that. I want dynasty feel. I want, I want come out like, yo, this was absolutely no way a fluke, and we're about to run rough shot of its entire rough league. Another, another example of this, though, when you talk about winning and then the next year, like the 95 Rockets, I think, were they a six seed that next year or whatever? And then they dominated the playoffs. Like, sometimes that's just what happens. As teams are like, oh, we won, sweet, we'll, we'll, we'll chill. Um, let's take a break. On the other side, I got a couple more of these, plus some wind chimes, some desert wind chimes <laughs> <from> around <laughs> Carbones. <laughs> I will bring well, you some. Wherever he got him, wherever he I'll got him. I'll bring you some wind chimes from Carbone. <laughs> I got some more. Shady Rays, guys. Use the code DMBR ah! for 50% off two plus players. All right. Shady Rays sunglasses. <laughs> Polarized Shady Rays sunglasses. Try for yourself. The shades are rated five stars by 250,000 people. Uh, and 2,000. How many? Two, two thousand and two. Two hundred fifty thousand people. <laughs> and two. We just. My, my brain's not really working. No, mine either. Uh, no, I would. Hit, I would hit a twenty-two right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Cherry Rays, they hooked all of us up with these great sunglasses for this trip. We have needed them, so shout out to them. Uh, if you go on some of these Shady Rays, go to ShadyRays.com. You can browse their entire selection. They've got so many different styles, so many different kinds of sunglasses. You can also shop in-store. Brand new location for them, Park Meadows Mall, a full-stop shop for all things Shady Rays. If you don't love your Shady Rays, hey, exchange them for a new pair or return them for free within 30 days. you got 30 days to try them out. If you don't like them, send them back, get a new pair. There's no risk when you shop with Shady Rays. So uh, go to ShadyRays.com, or you can go in-store, but go to ShadyRays.com, use the code DNVR. 
50% off two plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself the shades rated five stars by 250,000 people. Of course, we've been staying at Circa all weekend, all week. Circa Resort and Casino what, what, right what, what? here in Vegas. It's my go-to from now on and forever. I mean, I would... I've been blown away by Circa this entire week and this entire weekend. We've uh, done the show from the sportsbook a couple days. We were at Stadium Swim a couple days ago. The pool is incredible. Oh, my God. Incredible. Um, I went back yesterday. There's no better place in Vegas to watch a game than at Stadium Swim at Circa. Um, open 365 days a year. They got hot tubs there. 15K Woo! square feet of web space. What space? <laughs> Two swim-up bars. They got cabanas you can uh, rent out that can hold up to bananas. 50 guests. Those are the super cabanas. Um, and, of course, the resort is awesome. The rooms, it's the nicest room I've stayed in in Vegas. And I, I've oh, stayed I, in some of the bigger hotels as well. I'm terrified to go home. I'll say that. <laughs> uh, if you're oh, heading man. out here Get for shower in, a sporting <laughs> event, Broncos, Raiders, Avs, Golden Knights, Pac-12 tournament, whatever, book your stay with code DNVR20 for 20% off. That's actually a great deal. It's an awesome deal, man. DNVR20, 20% off your stay here in Vegas at Circa with that code. All right, of, we're back a here. Bunch of cash, man. Do you guys know who I, I think it. was the big winner of summer of of Vegas this this week? Jabari Smith. Yeah, Jabari or Tari Eason. The Sphere. Oh, the, sphere, the Sphere. The Sphere is unbelievable. It was a moon last night. You guys were talking to the Uber driver, like some real, real tons of conversation, and I pointed <laughs> at the Sphere because the Sphere looked like as if the moon was the size of Saturn. <laughs> That's how cool it looked, and it looked exactly like the moon. Did Which, you see? I showed you, Dev. You looked unimpressed. A, but just a spoiler. <laughs> just a spoiler. Adam had been drinking. He was looking at the moon. It was the actual moon. <laughs> no. He wanted me to just go. Oh. <laughs> the sphere. The sphere feels like the simulation screwed up. You know, like like something's not rendered. It looks so like surreal. Yeah. It's awesome. I am. I am as pro sphere as you can be. Dude, the sphere yeah. has to be so big because. Everybody talks about it. Yeah. You either so are pro-sphere or against it. You're anti-sphere. I feel like I don't have a sphere stance. You don't have a sphere stance? I thought you of all people would have an enormous sphere I'm stance. I'm pro-sphere. I'm let, pro. Let me, let me think about this. You're not what? You're an artist. Well, hold on. I think. Well, let, me, let, me, let me walk through this. All right. Yeah. It's, a, it's a current spectacle. All right. That's whatever. Uh, definitely going to lose some of its shine. I don't know. I don't know, man. Because they could always put something new on it. And then no, that's but, the story. Uh, that, but, it's never but, the same. It's like the, the Burj Khalifa. The you don't talk about it as much, but, but it's the, still like, oh, my God, that's the craziest yeah, thing Yeah, but it's seen. not reliant on pixels that have to be very bright. It'll slowly fade. It'll get – It'll. I'm uh, pro spear. I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> it's really cool. If you're in Vegas, I'm telling you, it makes Vegas cooler because every now and then you'll just look over and you'll be like, holy hell, what is – oh, yeah, that's the sphere. <laughs> um, all right, we got a couple more. Kel, you're with me, right? Oh, totally pro sphere. All right, all right. <laughs> Eric was trying. It's getting wild here. All right. More likely to happen. I got two more of these. More likely, or pick pick a side here, either or. Nuggets okay. win three or more championships in this era. Okay. Or just the one. Just the What's one. What's more likely? Yeah, wins going first on this one. You, you, you took a the last three. A thing that's happened or a thing that's our wildest dreams? I well, mean, no, they, uh, like they don't win another or they win three. Of course it's one. That, of course. Of course. Of like, course that's just more likely. Um, but with... I will say, with the young talent that has been infused into the Ooh. Nuggets pipeline, I can see the vision of how this could be a dynasty. Yeah. If Hunter Tyson, Peyton Watson, if? Julian Strother, Jalen Pitt, if these guys hit, 
Like, yeah, the Nuggets are going to be I mean, lo absolutely loaded for years and years and years. They're not, they can't all hit. I mean, that would be, like, no that would be the craziest thing I mean, thing they ever. could. I mean, they could, but I, I mean, they're not going to. <laughs> you're trying to give me a good time with this question because you're trying to say that Jokic <laughs> is a top three guy of all time. Because oh. if they win three championships, it's gonna, he's going to be the man. Everybody. They hate him already. He, they would truly hate mm. him. The answer is one. <laughs> that fat tub of lard. <laughs> the answer is one. They just... The gods won't allow this to happen because oh, I don't we would that. be insufferable. Well, that's true. That's <laughs> I mean, fair. the worst. But hold on, hold on. How, these other dynastical franchises, we have to deal with their fan bases. They are insufferable. <laughs> they've been granted the ability. They've been granted the gift of hubris by the basketball gods, something that we have avoided at every turn. I want unconditional hubris as a Nuggets fan. Hubris. I want to walk into an arena and be like, Nuggets fans are here. You know, you got to act accordingly. You know what I mean? What does that mean? I don't know. That's what. <laughs> but that's, really what high. that's what happens with the Lakers. <laughs> that's what so, I mean. Yeah. Like they, they, but we don't. Oh, I see we don't act mean. away, but they they yeah. come in like with with a presence. I want to come in with a Nuggets presence. You know, you guys, we're in Vegas, man. This is the time to gamble. I'm <laughs> saying three plus, baby. Me too. I'm yeah. in. I mean, I'm here's in. the I'm thing: in. if the Nuggets, you couldn't I, have just said two. I mean, I, I think I meant to, <laughs> and then I screwed up the question because yeah, in my mind, my argument was going to be if they didn't win this year, I would be like they're gonna win one in the Yoka chair. That yeah. was my argument, yeah. which would have meant two. Two, yeah. But this is three. No, you went. Really, I, you I screwed hard it up. In the paint. I was yeah. I so screwed hard. It, it was I screwed so it high. Up. But you know what? <laughs> F it. Be bold. I will say this. Anything is possible with Yoke. Uh, through Yoke, yolk, all things are possible, man. It's true. Um, all right, who's having a better summer, Jokic or Jamal? Let's go to Jokic here first, Kale. Oh you my have it. God. Let's go to Jokic here. What is he doing? He is out rafting the high seas. Uh, everybody's seen this, by the way. Like, I'm not showing you anything new, but people haven't seen this. this is a couple days old. Although this, I do like. What are we doing here, Gil? All right, there we go. Check this front flip out. Oh, he's rafting on a river. He front flips right into it. That's actually good form the, the for a big guy. He's on a river. Yeah. Dude, is he getting more athletic? I think so. <laughs> I've never seen hops like that. Nobody um, can put him in the pick and roll like but, that. But, ho but hold up. We also have Jamal Murray, who he himself has chosen his own way have of having fun. He's going to the flip and roll now. Yeah. <laughs> that was really good, I kid. That was really good. Here's Jamal Murray with Volk walking out of UFC. Um, here in town to watch his teammates, Volk. Unbelievable. <laughs> come to the, whatever. Look at him. He's got the necklace. He's got all of this. That I mean, is come the on, necklace man. that Aaron Gordon gifted him. The, the, and then, I mean, now he's doing the walk. Also, like, if you're a UFC fighter, don't walk in with an NBA player. Look how little he looks. Yeah. What are we doing here? This Not is a horrible yeah, I mean, we all know Jamal Murray's 6'4". So, oh so what you're asking us is who's having more fun, the guy walking or the guy frolicking? I mean, the guy's <laughs> walking to the VIP courtside of a UFC fight yeah, in Las like, Vegas. He's also, like, working out with the Wait, team. Wait, hold he's on. Hold on. Would you rather be in the wilderness than in at a UFC fight? I like would rather, me? I would, would rather frolic than work. Really? He's been – Jamal's working. I just invited you to the boat. We were basically doing that same thing. Well, so I know, but if you're, my option was go to work or come to this boat, I would choose boat. Okay. The thing that we're not hearing in that video – there was an MVP chant on the river. before he I did know. that cool ass flip. Yeah, he's living his best life. Dude, there's no way. It's that like it's usually when there's an MVP chant, you like step out and acknowledge it, like thank you. He yeah, just decides to do a front flip. Dude, yeah, Jamal is walking out like making sure he's like, I gotta look cool. The brands, on, the brands on the line, and Jokic is like, wee. <laughs> I, I posted a, I, I posted a tweet yesterday. It's like because uh, every in July, it's like Paul Paul George. Um, Steph Curry, they're working out with like an NBA legend and like a rookie that is gonna like learn the ropes. Yeah, they're doing it all wrong. And then Jokic in July, he's doing flips off yeah. of things. Like, damn it! 
you have to insure him at this point. The MVP is, is flipping off of things. He jumped the last That's two not times. Dangerous. The last two times we've seen him, he's jumped in a pool of water. And they're like, <laughs> yeah. they're like we need, we want to take. Guy, out, the guy loves pool time. He does. They're love like, pool we want to take out an insurance policy. Need to know two things. Uh, how does it cover horseplay and <laughs> water sports? Nothing else. Nothing else needs to be covered. All right. That was so bad. Wow. <laughs> well, um, why was that bad? I like Jokic. Me and Jokic really are. I think about this all the time. Oh, we're God. We have so much in common. Yeah, you do. We oh, really are. Say. Like, spiritually, we're kind of like the same yeah, kind of guy, so you know? Don't you agree, Dev? Like, guys, absolutely. You guys both don't wear a size 10 in shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, same size shoe as Yoke. Very, very interesting fact. Hook uh, me up with some shoes, Yoke. Um, no, but him out rafting and that river looked gorgeous, you know? It looked lush and then, like, swimming. Like, I, to me, that, that's, my, that's my jam right there. All right, let's get to some wind chimes. Wind, you were at Carbon. You were at... Uh, summer league. You oh, know, you were Carbone, around. man. So, um, I had this perfect table at Carbone last oh, night. Okay. Right this in a, be a wind perfect. chime. It's just a brag. Right a in the hallway brag? where everybody was <laughs> okay. walking in. Uh-huh. First wind chime. <laughs> I mean, let me just I'm reel off the it. coaches that were there. Hit me um, with them. Hit me with them. Steve Kerr, Eric Spoelstra, Mark Dignot, Jeff Van Gundy. I think that you slowed in. down for him. Like those other guys were way more interesting. But than like Jeff Van Gundy is very like noticeable. You're like, oh, he's yeah. there's the bald head. There, he's really, <laughs> really short. Um, he is one of the more famous bald people. Yeah, though. and they congregated like next to my table and were just talking yeah. for like 20 minutes about you. I don't know. Could have been. <laughs> could have been. Could have been. Um, and then right next to them um, weird table Jaime Hawkes and a bunch of guys who looked like his agents bro what how do we not get the call to come to the Fireball. central of the central NBA meeting it, it was the spot last night and then in a private room what the hell right adjacent to this little coach's huddle I'm so ready for this there were two tables there were two tables uh-huh. ready yep one table was a Golden State Warriors table okay Staffers, assistants, front office. The other table, a Denver Nuggets table. What? Commingling? Stan, Josh, Kroenke. Most of the front office was there as well. What do they? What do they get? What's the championship? <laughs> here? I love the two the most recent <laughs> NBA champions in adjacent <laughs> on adjacent tables in the same private just, room just at Carbone bread. last night. Just breaking bread. Break They're like wow. winners win. Winners win and yeah. eaters eat. Yeah. Uh, so that was uh, that was fun. People watching last night. I mean, Man, I tweet these that. are good. Did, these you are <laughs> did you already tweet that? I'm going to tweet it. <laughs> no, you can you can have that. Um, anything else? Or is that, should, we, uh, should we wrap up wind chimes here? Um, here here's a wind chime from from summer league. Okay. The, the Nuggets have two open two way spots. Yeah, I, I have heard about one guy that they are signing to a two way deal. Okay, I uh, don't think I can say who it is, but think big. Think big. Oh. <laughs> and not, and not oh. currently on the squad. What is that that guy? When you said think big, it just made me think a big name. Remember that guy on Milwaukee last year? Giannis Atomo. I should say think tall player. Oh, okay. All right. Well, there you go. The Nuggets are going to get fill out their two-way roster players. Okay. All right. I'll give you one wind chime I had. I, I had heard. I talked because out here there's a bunch of um, draft people, you know, a, a bunch of people that just – only do the draft. I heard a lot of those guys. Talk to a lot of them. Very poor grades on the Denver Nuggets draft. A lot of people very, very, very down on Denver's draft. Interesting. Interesting. Um, you know, 
And again, some people that almost didn't even want to go on record because they're like, man, I just don't want to like piss off everyone's agent, like this and that. But like, I hated their draft. All three guys or whatever. So they were doubted before, though. I, I've seen them be doubted and still win a championship. Oh, that's true. I saw that too. And I'm telling you. And then I see Brian Windhorst, you know, yesterday go on. I think it was JJ Reddick's pod, and he's talking about what a horrible summer it had. And I just, I'm, like you, D-line. Part of me sits and goes, like, I can see some of their arguments. You know, the Nuggets went young. They're defending champ, like, going young. That's very unconventional. You know, okay. So I can see. I think it's fair. But then there's this other part of me that goes, oh, I love it. Yeah. I was like, the ink's not even dry yeah. on the championship certificate yeah. yet. And everyone's like, they'll never do they this again. Yeah, they lost, Jeff, they lost Jeff Green. Yeah. It's yeah. over. They they're like, dynasty like, over. Yeah, they were like, <laughs> if they had serious championship yeah. aspirations, they would get Kata Bates D yeah. up on the phone. <laughs> First thing. <laughs> you know what's funny is that's actually true. If the Nuggets would have signed Kata Bates D up, people would be like, it could have saved their summer. That's like a younger Jeff Green. It really is. They got rid of Bruce Brown. Kata. <laughs> I'll never forget listening to a pod about the lead up to that draft for Kata Bates DM. And I, whoever you had on was like very pro Kata Bates DM. I was Dude, like, he, he is a guy that every draft nerd has yeah. loved forever. Dude, uh, yeah, I was like, okay. Do you know why? Because he's six foot eight exactly. with a seven foot wingspan, but can't actually play basketball. But, 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 but can you imagine if he could, how good he would be? But I mean, the potential's <laughs> the there. The potential's Adam. there. If, he just, if his shot just falls. You can see it. Yeah, dude, what about that bull boy? Here he's quite yeah. tall. So anyway, I just thought that was a wind chime I thought for me because it wasn't just one person. It was like four or five, and they all had that same report, and I was like, interesting. Filed it away. Yeah. yeah. And also we've heard just from around in the in the wind itself, maybe from wind. I don't remember. Nuggets really like their, their young guys. Nuggets really like Peyton Watts. Really? Nuggets really like uh, Hunter Tyson. They – Nuggets really like all their guys. Yeah, all of them. They really like all the young guys. So, it, you know, like if you're wondering what the, the plan is and we've all wondered, like we've hinted at it, we've thought, everybody imagines that this is the case. We've heard it now from different places, different varying sources. But, like, they really believe in this direction with this young draft. What I will say is it's not a form of, like, actual disrespect, though. We were pretty shocked about the draft that they had. Like, this was a one that kind of – the Nuggets front office knew who they wanted, and they went after those guys, whether it be early um, or whatever the case may be. They knew who they wanted. So this was a surprise to a lot of people, the people that are doing this for their job all the time. I'm sure that they're shocked, so they don't know how or what it is because um, what we've learned is Calvin Booth just kind of does not have an actual type. He just is yeah. all around. He has a vision. And Good players. Yes, that's his type. He's going to stick keep, with that vision. Keep all of your wives away from him. He has no type. He likes that <laughs> you got another one for us, Wind? Um, I mean, speaking about the young guys, Jalen Pickett's going to play a lot this season. Yeah. A lot, a lot, a lot. I mean, because he's awesome. Because I mean, the biggest reason is he's pretty good, and he might be the second-best <laughs> point guard on the Nuggets roster. Yeah. It's, a fair, it's a fair reason to play. Actual roster. Yeah. Yeah. He's awesome, man. I'm looking forward to it. I will say another thing I wonder – this is less a wind chime and a thing I'm kind of wondering. I would not be surprised if the Nuggets mix up who plays and who doesn't over these final three games. Yeah. And in particular, some of this is, I think, just planned rest already for guys, you know, like, you know, some like Colin Gillespie and, and Peyton Watson, the guys that have been already at one summer league. I just wouldn't be surprised if they played one or two more games, not three, you know, not all three of the, the <coughs> remaining games. 
And then on top of that, I wouldn't be surprised if they just change up some of the lineups and try some other things out to get a different look. You know, Summer League really is more about putting guys in positions to do things than it is about winning. Of course. But I do, th And so I do think that there might be a scenario where they just put guys <laughs> in different positions in game three yeah, where you're like, what the hell is this? How is so-and-so coming off the bench? And it's like, well, they just want to... Let this of guy play here. Yeah, maybe they don't want to play two point guards at the same time. They're like, you got to sacrifice for the summer league tournament. I mean, <laughs> well, if you I know you're a shooter, guys, but just keep the ball moving along. Don't shoot it. We got to win. Well, it is funny, though, because when you talk to the players, they did have that mentality. Maybe, like, as summer league goes yeah. on, it feels less and less. But coming in, it was totally like, no, we want to go out there and yeah, win this course, thing. And we had, yeah, like, come yeah on, but yeah. now with uh, it not going the way that they wanted to in the first two games, because of that, maybe they were like, hey, we need to get a real look at these guys because that's what summer league is about is to, to see your talent and just to gauge okay, what is some of the things that we could work on? How do they work in this type of system? And I think that that's more important. So I do expect in the next two games for there to be some changes, maybe sitting a guy like Peyton Watson or, you know, other players just to see what you really have there because you already know what you have in that type of guy. Okay. Man, so apparently somebody says that a SWAT team is called the Caesars. Because yeah, I heard something about that. Earlier today? Uh, that's yeah. wild. They're still stuff for them. We, we got any, uh, other, uh, any other wind chimes? Um. Hmm. Anything else from the water cooler? The um, the spicy rigatoni at Carbone. <laughs> <laughs> Incredible. Also, <laughs> uh, table side Caesar salad. Uh, what? Yeah. The, well, anchovy or no anchovy? I love table side as if like the Caesar is a thing that you're like, oh my god. They make it right next to your table. Oh, they mix it. But did they, awesome. did they did they did they muddle anchovy to make the dressing? Um. That's a good question. I wasn't it was watching. Table side, dude, I wasn't age. watching closely enough. I, I've so always every time I order a table every time I order a Caesar, I'm like, I wish I could go back in the kitchen and watch them make this rather than just, sit here. Well, and yeah, you've never, you've never been charmed and uh, had a uh, wonderful time with tableside guacamole. I, I again prefer it just to arrive prepared, not um, to like watch them make all the ingredients. Adam doesn't like to know anything about any of the things that show up to help out his life. That's <laughs> so true. All right, let's take a break. On the other side, guys, the in season tournament is here, and I've got. <laughs> You're never going to believe it, Eric. I have opinions on something. Well, listen. I I'm, I'm, don't listen, actually. <laughs> For the, user, the listeners, don't listen. Guys, the Game Time app. Use code DNVR for $20 off your first purchase. Buying tickets to your favorite event shouldn't be stressful. Game Time is fast and easy. Way to buy tickets for all sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. If you're looking for great tickets to sporting events, front row seats at a concert, check out the Game Time app. Forget planning months in advance. Nobody plans ahead dude, anymore. Dude, I, I can't Just plan forget for about today. that. I can't plan today, and we're flying. <laughs> Game Time has deals on tickets right up until the time of the event, like right before first pitch, right before tip-off. You can still get tickets on game time. They've got these last-minute price drops. They've also got the game time guarantee. You always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, game time will credit you 110% of the difference. So download the game time app, create an account, and use code DNVR. For $20 off your purchase, terms apply. Again, create an account, redeem code DNVR for $20 off your first purchase. Um, also, make sure to... Uh, Check out Illegal Pete's. Oh, man. Illegal Pete's has the best happy hour around, the longest happy hour around your go-to spot this summer. Dude, look at this. This looks like I'm enjoying Illegal Pete's right now. Just reach that out. That beer? Grab, a, <laughs> grab that. Can uh, I get some of that? <laughs> 3 to 8 p.m. every single day at every Illegal Pete's location. 
the longest happy hour around. Enjoy a few extra margs on the patio at happy hour prices. Also wear Nuggets gear to any Illegal Pete's location. Grab a house mark or draft beer for free with the purchase of an adult entree. But again, they got happy hour 3 to 8 p.m. every single day. Hell yeah. All righty. We got to be a little quick here, guys, because we do have a flight to catch. I don't want to miss. I was was really hoping we made our flight today. Dude, I will miss any flight for Summer League chat. (laughs) <laughs> um, in-season tournament, the details are out. It is here. Remember, Adam Silver has been wanting this since he became commissioner. Really, since before he became the commissioner, I'm what told. Is, what a strange platform to... But go ahead. What do you mean? For that to be the thing that you want to get done in the NBA, it's like, we could... There's a lot of rules. You know what? Or we can make this weird spectacle. But anyway, go ahead. Here's the thing. I think that humans, by and large, their default setting is to not want change. Just because, like, change is uncertain, right? And people would rather take a status quo unless things really, really are terrible. So I think that there's a natural inclination to say, like, this is dumb. This is going to be bad. It's going to be a bust. I will say it could have been significantly worse in how they designed this. If it was like Adam Silver was just going to say, we're doing this no matter what. We want an in-season tournament. And you add games to the schedule or condense the schedule or something like that. Absolute disaster. But that's not what they've done. Yep. What they've done instead is said, we are going to do two things at once. Play a regular season game yep. and make those games count as this pool play for an in-season tournament, which is exactly what's going to happen. So there is a drawing, and I think there's a formula to how every year it gets drawn. Kind of similar to how the NFL does like how their schedules are, right? You li- how you line up and who you play. There's a formula to this. This year, Denver will play against. Do you guys remember? Do you have it pulled up uh, right in front of you? I do have their group pulled Look, up. Go go for it. The Los Angeles Clippers. Oh, they play at home against favorites them. to take home the in-season tournament. The New Orleans Pelicans on the road oh. for them. Dallas Mavs home against them. And Eric's Houston Rockets. I, on the, uh, they're gonna have to go on the road for that sorry. tough one. Um, so that's who they got in their pool play. But here's what's cool: they were going to play those teams anyway in their regular season schedule. Yeah. But now, it's one of those games now counts as this, like, pool play to see if you get into and where you are seated for the tournament. That's perfect for the Rockets game. It actually will give it some meaning. A thousand percent. First of all, that Rockets game is just a throwaway game at Houston. Like, Denver might play, like, shit that game, and you're all mad because it's the Rockets. But instead now, it's like, no, this counts <laughs> now, for the tournament. Now we can be mad that they're losing <laughs> the group play game in Houston. <laughs> And the same goes for the Pelicans. Yeah, all these games now have this added importance. How are they not going to start Jokic for the in-season play-in? What the hell? They're they're, they're da- st- I will put so much money on them to lose that game. <laughs> I, uh, you know I, I'm gonna, with you, Adam, though. They're gonna, you know they're going to have like one of these. Like, Nuggets are going to have a back-to-back on three of their four pool play games. Yeah. Like, what the hell? Yeah. I am with you. Like I like the fact that they structured it in this way, that it's not additional games. It's just shifting some sort of quasi-meaning to games that were already happening. Uh, you know, the, the casual, as it were, like requires more motivation sometimes as the season stretches on to be interested in uh, basketball games. I don't suffer from such an affliction. I like basketball. Uh, I like every Nuggets game. I wish there were more Nuggets games. I, Whoa. I am... Very sad that it's played by human beings that have limitations. We can't just have one every goddamn day. But peop- you're right. Like People want things to be interesting and shiny, so F it. Like, I, yeah. but, I, go ahead. I like the fact that it gives uh, incentives like for the players, especially the young players. Like, um, I mean, we all know that it's money. $500,000. So yeah. yeah, you get that for winning. And also, even if you don't win, you get it for being like the second team and right. things like that. And it's during the regular season, so it's not like it's yeah. – um, so it, it kind of gives like the March Madness type of feel yeah, for totally. it, um, where you could just be, you could just be happy um, during the season or something to root for 
Um, but also in the middle of the year, it's something to play for besides just like a random game on a Tuesday. So I, I do like that added element. But there's more to it. Here's what I really love. The games are Tuesdays and Fridays in the regular season. So they're, uh, in November... So, in the month of November, we'll know that the tournament has sort of started. You'll play a game on Tuesday, and then you might have a game again on Wednesday or something like that, you know, that doesn't count towards the tournament. But the Tuesday and Friday, we've got every team will play on those days, so they become marquee games. One of the things, like, the NFL has a marquee day. It's, it's, it's Sunday. On Sundays, everybody watches football, right? The NBA is now creating this Tuesday, Friday during November where it's like, okay, we got to watch the NBA because these are tournament games and we want to mm -hmm. follow along. I think it will work. It will work for me because I'm going to be interested. Um, so that part to me is the part that's really cool about this is that you'll have those days where you know like, oh, this is a, you know, whatever cup game, NBA cup, I think it's called, the NBA cup game. And then after that, the winner of each pool goes into the tournament. And then I love this rule as well. Though two teams that didn't advance that have the best overall record not pool play record but at that point just the best record get into it as well wild so, cards as wild cards so here's what i love you're incentivized both to have a good regular season just in general and to have a good pool so they have tried to create as best as they can in my opinion as best they can reason for guys to care a little bit more about the regular season in the month when teams seem to care the least about the regular season which is november so now i like it the nuggets can have the best record on november 30th not win their pool and still have a chance to go into this three round tournament eight teams right three rounds where they could each win five hundred thousand dollars i think that is really cool and then the final piece is it'll be right back here in las vegas oh for the semifinal. the first round <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. You guys don't want to come out. If the Nuggets are in the semifinal <sighs> final, you don't want to fly out to Vegas. In Send me out here. If we're, if we're going to stay at Circa, I'll that, come out here. I'll, I'll Circa, come out man. here. I need yeah. to. Yeah, I'll, I'll pre-order my victory burger. <laughs> <laughs> I want it ready for me when I show up. I'll pre-order my Caesar salad. In all seriousness, man, like the regular season product is becoming frighteningly for sure. like up and down. You just never know what you're going to get. And I do think that this is one where like this is going to happen next year where somebody's going to roll an ankle and we're like, Oh, I hope he's back for the cup. I hope he's back for Tuesday's <laughs> game. It's got, we got the cup, man. We got to get Jamal back out there so they can win the cup. Oh I God. love it. Yeah. I actually think it's going to be a massive hit. It's going to be huge, I think. You think? I I don't know. I think it will be of interest. Yeah, I thought massive might be the word. I, I, don't, I We'll see. I don't know. I mean, I think that there's going to be a, a little too much, like, giggling at what this means you know like people like the, the oh the, the, the cup the, the trophy yeah yeah but there's how did they not name it after somebody that seems very unlike well. nba no, it's gonna be like the the sprite cup or something they're oh, not gonna name it sure. after a person the, the kia ultimate uh, yeah. getaway the clorox cup yeah, the clorox dude. cup <laughs> dude i would do anything for the clorox cup but there's gonna be like like laughing about it like uh, i think circa should buy the rights oh. to the circa cup, cup? The Circuit Cup. Oh, and circuit we call it the Circa Circuit? So All right. That's a little <laughs> tough. The Circa <laughs> Midseason Tournament. I yeah, like I'm, I'm into it, and I'll say this, the man. Circa the Middle? You know this? The Victory Burger Cup. <laughs> I want the Nuggets to win. I want the Nuggets to win. Also, well, I want us to win every championship. We need to win every championship from here on out. Can you imagine, though, being one of these young guys? Like, Colin Gillespie, does Colin Gillespie on a two-way get it, or does he not get it? That would suck if he doesn't get it. He'll be on yeah, the roster probably, at that time. I, don't I mean, he if he wins it, he's going to make, like, 30 times his salary. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was going to say. It would be awesome for him. I just like the idea of you get, like, all these rookies and young guys, and they win a cup in Vegas and each get $500,000. That would be a... 
great night and in Vegas. And then you can just burn it. Yeah. Just burn it all in Vegas. I'm pro. I'm pro tournament. I'm excited for it. I hope it works out. All right, let's take a break. On the other side, we're going to send ourselves home. <laughs> but we're going to send you guys off with an interview from Marco Dadich. He's coaching on the Nuggets Summer League roster. Backus and Shanker wins for Colorado families. They've been doing so for more than 25 years. And the coolest thing about Backus and Shanker is you don't pay them any money until they win your case. Yeah. No upfront fees. No fees while they work on your case. No fees unless they win your case and win money for you. And they've been winning money for a long time. 25 years, they've won over $1 billion for their clients. Now with even more locations throughout all of Colorado, including neighborhood offices in Denver, Aurora, Englewood, and Fort Collins. They've got the strength and power to win your case. More than 30 lawyers, 100 staff members at Baxton Shanker. And Baxton Shanker helps with all kinds of injury cases where you weren't at fault. Car accidents, motorcycle, rideshare, pedestrian trucks. They can even help you if you're injured at work. Call them today, 303-222-2222 to find out if you have a case for free. Bacchus and Shanker wins. Ooh, also, yeah. at Kind Love, which is an official partner of DNVR and one of the first dispensaries in Colorado. They were established in 2010. They're known for cultivating some of the highest quality cannabis in the state. They've also got the Turbo Joint line with that Turbo Keef, 0.3 yeah. grams of it. Also, 0.7 grams of Whole Bud. Ridiculously potent, burns significantly smoother than other infused pre-rolls on the market. It's not going to melt or be messy in your car this summer. It burns much slower and is more flavorful, too, than some of those other pre-rolled joints. I'm so confused. Are, you, are they advocating you just keep it in your car? <laughs> yeah, they're advocating to hotbox your car. Don't don't get a Turbo Keef situation and then drive. I'll just say that. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think they're just saying when you buy it. <laughs> when it, you transfer it. It's okay. not going to melt in your car on the drive home. Okay, while okay. it's still. It makes more sense. Duh. Not lit. <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm not experienced like you, Dev. I don't know how Keef works. Yeah. Visit one of their stores in Cherry Creek or North Denver. Mention DNVR. Get the exclusive DNVR discount. 25% off all Kind Love flower pre-rolls and their turbo joint line. Visit their website, kindlove.com, for their full menu and online ordering. All right, final segment here, guys, and final segment of us in Vegas. Uh, we are going to be off tomorrow. We'll be back on Thursdays. We're you know, tomorrow travel day. Spend some time with our families. I'll spend some time with your family. <laughs> Just fight me over, bro. Um, but we enjoyed ourselves out here, and we enjoyed sharing it all with you as best we could. Um, we great. have some great interviews up on uh, our YouTube channel that did not make the show. You know, guys, they're short interviews. Reggie Jackson. We got Jack White, Jim Klibanoff. There's a lot of different people that we're, we talked to, and even more going up today and tomorrow. Uh, some good little short, little bite-sized interviews. You'll see them on Twitter as well. And hopefully just all the coverage. Summer League does roll on. They're going to be playing games tomorrow. They'll Somehow. be playing games on Friday and then again, I believe, on Sunday. So we will have three more games to talk about over the course of the next week and a half. But this does it for our time here. Eric, what was your favorite part? My favorite part of Summer League always is the same in spirit, which is that I see some insane combination of people that I never would have thought of <laughs> if, I, if I used AI. And I was like, I'll... Uh, AI, create Jerry Stackhouse talking to Kenny Lofton Jr.'s agent alongside uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. <laughs> like, yeah. These things, I'm like, what? Yeah. What is this? I love that. What about you, Dev? I'm a hoops junkie. I like to be in the gym. This is my first time being in the gym in a while because I usually like cover the high school scene. So like these are players that I've seen in high school, and now you get to see them at a different level. I also like the fact that you can watch multiple NBA games it's and awesome. sit there all damn day. It, it I love awesome. that. When? 
Uh, hanging with the fellas. Yeah, late nights with the fellas. Oh, late nights with the fellas. Podcasting with the fellas. Meals with the fellas. Oh, my. Salads late with the fellas. Nights what a with treat. the fellas. What a treat. I what? mean, that's my favorite part of it. Yeah. Um, I mean, all of it, man. I, I love Summer League. I tell everybody this is one of my favorite weeks of the it's entire great. calendar year. I love it because I'm a hoops junkie. I love to be in the gym. I love to sit so court, so close to everybody. You get to see the game in a different light. You get to see all the combinations of random people, and you get to talk to people, man. Like, honestly, you just go from different groups, talking to different people, hanging out and doing fun stuff, man. And it's so fun. It's exhausting. We got to do it with All City Big this year, and I thought it was fun. And guess what? It's only going to get bigger and bigger. This is what I'm saying. My actual favorite part is just, like, feeling this rise in All City. The ceiling, seeing the energy from the other uh, networks coming together, a pride in trying to create something that's bigger than even just Denver. Uh, trying to, to, all city is the resistance. All city is looking to redefine how people enjoy and talk about sports. We're looking to make it so that fans feel like they're not only acknowledged but they are honored. Um, and it's really cool to see so many other people understand, get the vision. And we're just, you know, like this partnership with Circa is just very satisfying. It's cool to see a plan come together, and I love it. And I could, wouldn't want to do it with anybody but you guys Aww. and those other guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, and without further ado, guys, Marco Dadich, he is the head coach of Mega Basket, where Jokic used to play. He is one of the rising young coaches in, in Serbia. And the Denver Nuggets saw something in him. They've been meeting him over the last you know, little bit, and they said, you know what, why don't you come out here? We're going to learn from you. You're going to learn from us. And this will be the first of several parts of our interview that we air throughout the week. This one on the two-time MVP and NBA champion, Nikola Jokic. Did you, I mean, you've been around Serbian basketball since he arrived in Colorado, but when did you, were you first made aware of him as a player? Uh, I mean, you know, you know the story how how he came to Mega, yeah. you know, and and uh, obviously the guys did a great job with him, recognizing, being patient, giving giving him a chance, you know, and then when I first uh, like had contact with him is World Championship under 19 uh, for the national team of Serbia. He was 18 back then. He was 18 back then. He was he was the youngest in the team. And he was in training camp with us. Uh, he showed a couple of moves, you know, that really knocked us down. You know, really knocked us down. And we we brought him to the team. He wasn't one of the one of the main players initially, but during the tournament, you know, he was a surprise also for the for the opponent opponent players. Everybody that was like uh, under 19, and those guys have played against each other when they were 18, when they were 16. And they all knew each other, but nobody knew Nikola, you know. Nobody knew Nikola, so everybody was surprised with the way he plays and the way he doesn't he doesn't feel any pressure or any fear. That was like those were the first first things that that everybody everybody saw. Uh, obviously, after that, um, I could I could see you know knowing the great work that Mega is doing at that time with Coach Decky, who is now in Warriors. Um, with the, with the all other coaches, you know, I could I could I could understand that he will be he will be great, good player, great player, NBA player, but I don't think anybody knew how how great you know he would become and become the the best player in the world without any doubt. But his basketball IQ at that time is that why you thought he would be so good, or you were t because when you mentioned it, you said his footwork, he made some moves, but was it his yeah. moves? Was it his? No, is it. Uh, 
maybe it was a wrong expression. Like the move is for me also playing without the ball. You know, okay. it's also making the right pass. You know, and he does the right play, but he gives a little bit of more in everything he does. It's it's always it's always a little bit more, little bit more. Uh, let's say prettier pass than everybody else can do. You know. Uh, so it's his basketball IQ, obviously. It's his ability to to put the ball on the floor, to pass, to shoot. But also, a lot of people uh, doesn't understand how big he actually is. So he can he can take the guy down there on the on the block and and play with his back to the basket. So really, it's, he's a complete complete basketball player. In what ways do you think Jokic is? molded by the Serbian basketball tradition, whatever that means, like in what ways do you think Serbia has influenced the type of player he is? Uh, I mean he's obviously a unique talent, unique talent, so that is not something that is that happens that happens uh, often, but I can see a lot of things like from that are common in Serbia that he's got in his game and that is uh, the, the way he takes the challenge. Uh, the way he doesn't care really who he plays against. Is it like uh, NBA legend? Is it when he was younger? Is it the best player in the world at that time? Or is it just uh, some guy, you know, in international basketball? He doesn't feel the difference. He plays, he plays the same way. And that is something that in Serbia we... we we are like a proud of you know when when we are underdogs when when everybody believes that we can't make it that is that is when we are we act the best you know? but what happens now that he's the champion i mean he showed he showed like uh, huge professionalism uh, he showed that it's it is easier to achieve something but it is much more difficult to stay there to stay there and the way he does it, you know, the way he stays, he stays hungry, and and the way he loves basketball still, you know, trying to trying to to repeat, you know, it's it's like credit for him, you know, it's it's unique. Yeah. Do you feel like him winning and his rise has had an impact on basketball, the next generation of players? Is there more people that are liking basketball and getting into it over the last few years because? He's the MVP and now a champion. Yeah, that is really a case. That is really a case. It's the first time in history of of Serbia, you know, that we have a player who is the best in the world and who who won the the ring, but uh, who have been the the biggest part, you know, and the most important part of the team who who won the ring. That's the first time in history, and of course, a lot of lot of kids are a lot of kids are. Uh, starting to play ba basketball now because of him, you know. So that is like a huge thing. That's it. that's a huge thing. And even when he when he uh, wins it with Serbia, you know, it will become so big that I cannot I cannot find words. I think that every kid in Serbia, I feel sorry for the other sports. You know, I don't know who's gonna play any other sport when he does that. So. So, so far it was, it, it's, it's unbelievable. Yeah. I love it. Well, I'm excited that you've gotten to be here. Hopefully it becomes a, 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 the beginning of a new partnership with Mega. 
um, I found Mega to be very interesting, and, and it's only growing more and more interesting as it establishes itself more and more. So thanks. Excited thanks. that we got to thanks. have this conversation. And yeah, thank you. I'm glad that I'm here. Thanks for having me. Absolutely.